Some people, they're just born lucky. Barry, are you okay? And that twist of fate makes them better. Barry, did you time travel again? No, I Sorry, I was talking Barry. I am Barry. Something is wrong with reality. Everyone thinks we're each other. We shape the world as you see fit. You did this to us. You cannot do it. Why would I want to? A crisis is coming. We need to start acting like each other. Yes! I meant to do that! I know where to find them. Gotham City. Who's this badass? The rain on your parade. Your team betrayed you. You needed them, and they weren't there. He's rewriting reality again. Enough! You will not do to this earth what you did to mine. I offered you godhood. Show them what a real god can do. Elseworlds. The three-night crossover event starts Sunday, 8, 7 central on The CW. Hey folks, it's Rico, and that was a little preview trailer to the three-night event of, on The CW. <laughs> Elseworlds uh, of uh, Flash, Arrow, and Supergirl, some of my favorite shows. It starts tonight on uh, The CW with the first episode, which I think is Arrow is the first one. I'll have to check here when I play the opening uh, credit thing here on Trex and Sci-Fi, your weekly dose of geeky goodness. Anyway, I, I, as you can probably tell, I'm really excited to watch that Elseworlds thing. Looks fantastic. No, nothing like a uh, a comic type story where people uh, are are different, right? Reality's been changed or something like that. Like a, like Flashpoint with the Flash, where it, you know he goes back in time and accidentally rewrites history a bit. Anyway, uh, that uh, that's coming uh, or starting tonight. But that isn't really the main topic for this week. It is December 9th, twenty eighteen, and this is show seven oh nine. I am going to talk um, about about uh, Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger movie uh, from 1977. I'm a big Ray Harryhausen fan. I love all those Sinbad movies. I've covered uh, Golden Voyage of Sinbad. Uh, I think uh, we've had a few others covered by Mark, uh, Harryhausen movies. So it's, um, but I haven't really covered this one. I'm not going to do a real detailed uh, look at it. I'm only going to play like the trailer, not going to play a lot of clips of it, but I'll talk about the movie and, and, and say why I like it and, and try to direct you a little bit to some other Harryhausen stuff. Uh, that'll be the main thing and talk about, uh, but I wanted to save some room this week to talk about there's a lot of stuff going on in, in the world of geek, geek world right now. We had a couple of cool new trailers this week. Yeah, Avengers uh, and uh, Captain Marvel and a whole lot more. So um, let's do this thing. I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the winners of the 74th Annual Hunger Games. We are the man in black. I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. My name is Optimus Prime. I am the Futus of War. Resistance is futile. Yes, a Jedi's drink flows from the Force. But beware of the dark side.
got a nice ring to it. I mean, it's not technically accurate. It's, it's a gold titanium alloy. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. This is uh, Reed's Cold, and you're listening to Tracks and Sci-Fi. Again, welcome to the show, everyone. Welcome to Treks and Sci-Fi. I really appreciate everyone uh, listening and downloading and uh, coming back each week, or maybe you're new. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, I've been doing this for for many, many years, and it's still fun. I, I still think of Sunday mornings. Sunday mornings, I think, will forever now be, for me at least, a podcast. Even if I ever stop doing this completely, it, they'll always feel like, the, well, I should be podcasting. Uh, you know, because it's Sunday morning and, uh, and I have some guest casts. I think next week should be a guest cast. I've done a few in a row now. And, uh, but yeah, this is, uh, this is what I do. I get up, take a shower and do some podcasting on Sunday mornings. Other people do other things, but this is my, my thing. And, uh, welcome, welcome to the show. It is a super cold, super cold. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, you can hear me gr- grimacing in kind of in a way, you know, there's, I don't like to admit, you know, maybe I'm getting a little tiny bit older, but, uh, cold weather, man, it just, especially when it's below freezing, you know, our bodies are, are made up mostly of water <laughs> and guess what? When you go below freezing, water freezes. Not that I, I stand outside to that point, but, uh, it, it's just a little bit more stiff in the morning, that kind of thing. And when it's, when it's, this temperature. I mean, the house isn't, isn't that, I mean, it was 17 Fahrenheit, um, a good 15 degrees below in Fahrenheit scale below freezing point of water this morning outside here, which is really, really cold and really ridiculous for this time of year. I know though other parts of the country, here's the, uh, Trex and sci-fi, uh, weekly weather. <laughs> the other parts of the country are getting a lot of snow down South and crazy places like Tennessee and even further South. Uh, in the east and, and getting tons of snow. We, we knock on wood, we didn't get any snow from this. We got a little dusting, I guess, Friday, uh, not even an inch, and uh, which is nothing here. Uh, but, um, but yeah, some places I feel bad for you guys. If you're in one of those areas, hey, stay safe. Uh, at least it was mostly over the weekend, I think. So, uh, uh, you know, snow is not bad if you don't have to get out and drive in it. Uh, and and most places that can handle snow can handle it after, you know, a couple of days it's passed. It can clear the roads and all that. But some of these areas that are getting a lot of snow are not really very well prepared for it. So you guys take it easy. Be safe. All right. So let's get get going talking about what's been going on in the world of geekdom this past week a lot. Um, the... Um, uh, Marvel really, really was in the news a lot, uh, and uh, rightly so. They they dropped early this past week. I think it was just, yeah, it was just this past week. The Captain Marvel trailer looks fantastic, looks really good. I, I think I'm going to play it for you here. Uh, you guys have probably all seen it. Uh, you probably want to watch it if you've... Uh, if you haven't, uh, but I'm going to play it for you here in a minute. But I, yeah, I think it looks great. Uh, I, I've watched or not watched or I've uh, read Captain Marvel comics. Um, they've had a recent one, uh, the Life of Ca- Captain Marvel miniseries that they did. They're doing a new Captain Marvel uh, comic, uh, a full-blown comic that starts in January, sort of that's g- probably going to lead us up to the movie a bit. But I think it's an ongoing series by Marvel. And then, of course... She, uh, as we knew from the last Avengers movie, spoiler alert, uh, that um, 
she is going to definitely turn up in the next Avengers movie because uh, of something that happens at the end of the last Avengers movie. Uh, that movie is going to now come out at the very end end of April, like the, I don't know what date it is exactly, the 26th or something like that. Uh, they keep nudging it up a bit. You know, it was it used to be like the first weekend in May, and they nudged it up a little bit for last year's release, and now it just seems like they nudged it up a few, a few more days for this year. Uh, that's fine. I mean, it's it's good. Uh, I, I think it's still, I still consider it sort of a spring-summer movie. Uh, but, um, but Captain Marvel is... February? What date is it? Well, I'll look here when I play the trailer for you in a second. Yeah, it looks great. Um, uh, Brie Larson playing Captain Marvel, I think, is great. A great bit of casting. She's a good actress, strong actress, and she looks the part. Certainly looks uh, like um, uh, Danvers. Uh, and uh, just, yeah, let's play the trailer for you, and uh, and then we'll come back. I'll come back and talk about it. Maybe we'll probably also play the Avengers, new Avengers trailer as well. So, Skrulls are the bad guys. And you're a Kree, a race of noble warriors. Heroes, noble warrior heroes. Your life began the day it nearly ended. We found you. With no memory, we made you one of us. So you could live longer, stronger, superior. You were reborn. I keep having these memories. Something in my past is the key to all of this. You know how to fly this thing? We'll see. That's a yes or no question. Yes. Would you like to know what you really are? I think I had a life here. What aren't you telling me? You've come a long way. But you're not as strong as you think. This war is just the beginning. I'm not gonna fight your war. I'm gonna end it. Aren't you cute? And what's your name, huh? Gary. What's you? I'll be back. So, Captain Marvel. Uh, Captain Marvel is uh, coming out, of course, from uh, Marvel Studios. Marvel, Marvel everywhere, right? It's, uh, yeah. So, uh, I'm sure this movie's going to be great and, and a lot of fun. It looks it looks like it's really well done. I mean, it looks amazing on the in the trailer. I, I'm really happy to get anytime we get more Sam Jackson as uh, Fury and a, in this case a young Nick Fury because this is going to be set in basically in the 80s in the past uh, and uh, yeah it looks great Brie Larson I think is great uh, although my, I was talking to my older son about this 
Her voice sounds a little weird in the trailer for some reason. Like, I, I've seen Brie Larson and other things. She was in that King Kong movie. Uh, I, and I used to watch her in this um, uh, this this cable series. And I, I, I feel like I know what her voice sounds like. And it seems different in this trailer. I don't know why. I don't know if she's trying to do that or if they've changed her voice in the movie. I'm not sure. It's very... It's, a, it's not super noticeable i mean it's not a big change it's not like she's doing like some kind of a weird accent or anything like that but but anyway uh carol danvers captain marvel brie larson it does come out in march comes out on march 8th march 8th 2019 budget of about 150 million dollars uh and yeah i think it'll be a lot of fun and you know then about a month and a half later or so we'll get avengers we'll get avengers uh, officially, the title is uh, actually. Wait a second, I just read something here. It's not in the set in the '80s. This is. I I think I'm confusing it with that Wonder Woman movie that's going to come out in 2020. Now, uh, this is actually set in 1995. So okay, there we go, mid '90s. Sorry about that. Um, and again, yeah, we'll get Avengers Endgame, which is the title of the next Avengers movie or Avengers, I guess four we're up to for for Avengers films. And although it's it's tricky because Marvel movies have blended uh, like Captain America Civil War was frankly an Avengers movie, pretty much. Uh, it wasn't I mean, it was a cap movie. A lot of the focus was there, but it um, it could have easily been called an Avengers movie. So anyway, it doesn't matter that much. Uh, but um, yeah, so this Captain Marvel movie will come out and then Avengers Endgame will come out in, in uh, at the end towards the end of April. Uh, and they released a trailer, which is super cool. It's, it's a, you know, there's this thing that they do called teaser trailers and the blend of where the, that Captain Marvel one was, I think the second really full trailer. So that's a, that's a real full blown trailer showing a lot of different stuff in the movie. This Avengers Endgame thing, uh, since we're still a little more ways, ways away from that. And I don't think they got to want to re reveal too much yet. And I don't think they want to stomp on the Captain Marvel movie too much. So this one is, is it's a tease. There's not a ton shown, but it just has such a good feeling to it. And on top of it all, we already kind of know the setup of this movie, right? This isn't sort of a standalone movie. This isn't like, hey, here's another Avengers movie with a whole new thing going on. This is a direct follow-up, obviously, to to uh, Avengers Infinity War. Um the uh you know last year's big blockbuster hit with thanos and all that junk and spoiler spoiler alert you know if you haven't seen that movie you better see that movie soon <laughs> if it, i mean you certainly if you haven't seen that movie and you're into this kind of stuff you probably already have already heard uh what happened you know and, and thanos basically won uh gets all the all the infinity gems and uh pretty much wipes out half the planet so uh and and you know half the creatures half the people and all that and hey, I, I had a spoiler alert in there, so you know it's on you. And it, again, if you're in comics, if you love geek stuff, it, it's hard for me to believe by now you still have not. It's been out on home video. It's been on uh, cable, I think, already, right? I think, or has it? Maybe it's not been on HBO and whatever yet. I don't think it has, maybe. But anyway, uh, isn't that usually after the home video release, I think? Uh, is that how it goes? It's hard to keep track. So... Um, but Avengers Endgame is, is again, a direct follow-up to uh, what happened in Infinity War, and they released a couple-minute or so trailer here. 
This one just is sort of you get a feeling for the movie. Uh, they show some of the different characters, don't show too much. Uh, but, man, it's uh, it gets you excited to see what how they're going to get out of this mess that's happened after with um, after what Thanos did. So uh, check this out. Here's the trailer, the teaser trailer to Avengers Endgame. Hey, Miss Potts. If you find this recording, don't feel bad about this. Part of the journey is the end. Just for the record, being adrift in space with zero promise of rescue is more fun than it sounds. Food and water ran out four days ago. Oxygen will run out tomorrow morning. That'd be it. When I drift off, I will dream about you. It's always you. Thanos did exactly what he said he was going to do. He wiped out 50% of all living creatures. We lost, all of us. We lost friends, we lost family. We lost a part of ourselves. This is the fight of our lives. This is gonna work, Steve. I know it is, because I don't know what I'm going to do if it doesn't. Hi, uh, is anyone home? This is Scott Lang. We met a few years ago at the airport. In Germany, that got really big. Is this an old message? Ant-Man, Ant-Man, I know you know, I know you know that. That's the front door. That's me. Can you buzz me in? All right, so this is, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for a comic fan, I, I've said many times, for someone like me that grew up reading the Avengers, reading the comic adventures, this is just a dream come true, you know, they're doing the Thanos and, you know, Infinity Gauntlet storyline kind of in, a, in, a, in their own way, of course. But, I mean, everyone's in this thing. Uh, it's going to be amazing. It comes out on now April 26, 2019, directed again by the Russo brothers, who are, you know, just great at this stuff. We got, you know, Robert Downey Jr. is back, Chris Hemsworth, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, Benedict Cumberbatch, Don Cheadle, Tom Holland. Chadwick Boseman, Paul Bettany, Elizabeth Olsen, Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan, Sebastian Stan, Tom Hiddleston, Benedict Wong, uh, Palm Clementoff, uh, Mantis, I, I can't say her name, sorry, Palm, uh, Karen Gillan, Dave Bautista, uh, Zoe Saladini, uh, uh, Zaladini, I'm sorry, I'm just so excited, Bradley Cooper, Gwen Paltrow, Josh Brolin, who was great as Thanos, you know, right? Chris Pratt, Jeremy Renner is back. You know, we got we got Clint Barton, 
Clint Barton this time he's he looks Ronin. You know he's he's changed his outfit a bit. Uh, Evangeline Lilly, uh, the Wasp. Uh, of course, we saw Paul Rudd there, Scott Lang at the end of the trailer, which is a great part. Uh, Brie Larson, of course, Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. Um, uh, it, it's just, yeah, can't wait. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I, I keep thinking with this movie, I keep thinking, of course, that scene in the, in the, of, towards the end of uh, Infinity War, you know, when um, uh, Doctor Strange says, you know, there's only one way this can all happen or, or not. Uh, sorry, there's only one way for them to win. Uh, and, uh, you know, he looks at all these millions of possibilities or whatever it is, right? And uh, I kind of predict in a way, I, I don't know, may, maybe maybe it's just me, but I, I kind of think that Thanos has to almost, like, give up, like, change his mind in some way, you know, you know or something like that. I, I, I don't know. I, I just, uh, I, I'm super excited to see what happens here. In the original Infinity Gauntlet comic, it, it was quite a bit different than what they've done, and I don't really think that they can bring any of that into play here for the, for the, how to fix things. So, uh, and then uh, Marvel, the the rumor was, I don't know if it's rumor or sort of official, semi-official, whatever, that they were going to hit people with like three whole trailers this week. We were going to get supposedly. Uh, uh, Tom Holland as Spider-Man, uh, Far From Home, I think that's called. Uh, we were supposed to get possibly get that uh, this week too, but they they held off on that. Probably, I'm I, I suppose that'll probably come sometime, maybe before before the end of the year. Who knows? Maybe not. Maybe they thought that would have been too much. Um, for one thing, I mean, obviously, if they've got a Spider-Man movie planned, you know, he's going to be fine. I mean, these characters that 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 uh, Thanos kind of wiped out of existence are all coming back probably or most of them at least uh so we'll see what happens uh it's just uh i get i just have loved what marvel has done like a lot of people have you know with with the individual movies and they have a plan and and the way these characters interact with each other it's both serious and and there's humor but it's it just all works super well it's super fun to watch um these movies are are just um they just have really been great, and uh, I, I, uh, I don't know what's going to happen after you know this next Avengers. You know who knows where they're going to take things, but uh, I trust in in the guys doing this. Unlike <laughs> poor DC, you know, there's been so much weird rumors of DC movies, DC comic book movies. Of course, we're getting Aquaman, which is which is already getting some good press. I'm going to be seeing it on. Uh, I'm not going to get it to get to see it at that early time i've decided to wait a bit when when i can see it with my son and his wife we're gonna go on the 21st i think to see it yeah that's the date um but uh yeah they're getting it's getting some early good reviews um the the justice league movie of course people didn't seem to care for that much even though i thought it was pretty good i mean it wasn't great great but it was fun and it was watchable um i don't know if that's a glowing review probably not but wonder woman they did a good job with but uh, and then and then all this talk of joker movies and are they going to do a batman movie are they ever going to do another superman alone movie you know not superman alone but um uh so uh yeah lots of uh lots of things up in the air in the dc movie world although i, I i've said it before i can't recommend it enough if you uh, like uh, comics, if you like to watch, you know, some of the CW shows, you really, and if you like DC comics especially, 
you should be subscribing to that DC Universe app um, and watching Titans because that show is really, <laughs> it's been really, really good and, and much better than I thought maybe it would be at first. Uh, it's it's a little more adult. Uh, there's some language and, you know, there's always violence, but the violence I don't think is, maybe it's a little more brutal in places than, than like the CW shows. Um, and uh, there's some sexual situations, we'll just call it that. Uh, but, uh, but it's really well done and, uh, man, I, I just am really loving it. I'm going to be sorry. And there's two, only two more episodes, I think for a total of like 12, I think, uh, that are coming, uh, but, um, or that they're doing, uh, it's 11 or 12, something like that. Two more weeks to go. It comes out on Fridays. They release an episode each week. So, uh, yeah. And I've watched, or I started to watch the, um, second season of Iron Fist, and I'm going to, after I finish that, I'll be watching the third season, finally, of Daredevil. Of course, everything but Jessica Jones of the Netflix Marvel shows have been canceled. And uh, the, 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 the rumor and talk is that maybe they'll end up on Disney uh, Plus, whatever that streaming service, whenever it starts. But it could be a, rever- a new version of them. It could be something. It could Maybe they will never come back. Um, it's kind of sad and disappointing because of the Disney uh, kind of split away from uh, things and, and they're they're not allowing Netflix to continue with these. I kind of get it, I guess. They don't want to see that competition. I guess they view, they'll view it as competition. You know, when somebody, you have to pay separate for Netflix and for a streaming service. And when Disney Plus launches probably early next year, uh, they'll that's a streaming service you'll have to pay separately for too. Um all these streaming services, you know, hey, everybody, nobody liked cable, but boy, you could just buy cable and see most things, right? And now you got to pay for all these extra little extra little charges and stuff. So, all right, we're already about an, a half hour into this podcast. I am going to take a short break. I'll come back and then I'm going to get into the main topic, which is the movie Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger uh, here on Treks in Sci-Fi. Be right back. This is Commander Uhura of the Starship Enterprise, a.k.a. Nichelle Nichols, wishing you the best of the best through eternity. So we're going to talk about Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger. Uh, For those who are too up on these Sinbad films and that kind of stuff and these Ray Harryhausen films, although if you listen to the podcast for a while, you should be um, Ray Harryhausen. Uh, did this stop-motion animation, very famous for... Um, he would take these creatures and basically stop-motion animation uh, before, you know, computers kind of took over and did every do everything now for, for all kinds of effects in movies. But you would build these little animatronic creatures, and is that the right word? Or um, basically small little creatures that had armatures inside of them, like the original King Kong did in the original King Kong movie. Uh, and uh, all the creatures in here that, that are in this movie, for example, uh, are these little animated things that you would you basically would set up a camera and, and move like an arm or a leg just a little bit or move somebody swinging a sword like a skeleton just a tiny bit. You would click a frame of, of um, on the camera, and then you'd move it again a, a little bit more. You'd move something a little bit, and then you'd click and click and click. And uh, the way that eventually when you blended all that together on film, it would give you the illusion that that a little, um, you know, creature that wasn't alive, this little sort of 
manufactured thing or whatever it is, is that it's moving. It's it's animated, and that's the way they did it. And it's a very, very time-consuming and laborious process. Laborious? Laborious. I think laborious, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a very time-consuming, very laborious process to get just, a, a, you know, a few minutes of film. Um, so... Yeah, that's it. and and you know you've got to have ex- crazy extreme patience to do this. So, you know that's the effects that you see in this movie. Uh, th- let me give you some background here. So Ray Har- Harryhausen did the effects, of course. It was written by him uh, with a screen by screenplay by Beverly Cross. This was kind of a series of of movies. Uh, this one was after like the Golden Voyage of Sinbad, which I've covered previously on Treks and Sci-Fi. Just search for it; you'll find it. Um, I think it was back back in the 400s or so of the show, uh, the late 400s. Uh, but this this movie came out in uh, on August 12, 1977. It was 113 minutes long. Uh, cost about three million, three and a half, three to three and a half million to make. Uh, made 20 million dollars at the box office, which is which is not bad when you think about it. It doesn't sound like making like a lot of money, uh, but you got to keep a few things in mind. First being 1977. Everyone who listens to this show should know what was going on the summer of 1977. Yeah, this other little movie called Star Wars was still just slamming uh, home runs every weekend at the at the box office. And even in August, it was very much going strongly. I can, you know, remember myself, you know, I was just pretty much a young kid. But, you know, anyway, so I would go see Star Wars a bunch. I saw this movie at the theaters. Uh, because I love these movies even back then and, and still do. Uh, this um, There's a lot of things about this movie that are a lot of fun. Uh, and the, these are what I, I call like the, uh, the Saturday afternoon kind of, fun, you know, cool fantasy escape uh, film that, that I wish we had more of these days, like the old Clash of the Titans, uh, Golden Voyage of Sinbad, Seventh Voyage of Sinbad, um, Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger, uh, just these, you know, kind of a monster movie in a way, but fun. And there's pirate sort of things and, you know, and, and, and fantasy and they're in crazy exotic lands. There's a little flair of, uh, Indiana Jones in a way in these movies. Uh, there's usually some kind of a, uh, a mission or a, like a dungeon they have to go down and explore or, and, and fantastic creatures and treasure and beautiful women and, and just just all kinds of um, fun, cool stuff to watch and see, you know, uh, you know, a little Tomb Raider kind of feel to them. But yeah, just just really, really fun. And they're, you know, they're the kind of movie that I think you can take kids to, you know, like eight or nine year olds would just love this. They're sort of our, 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 you know, like Wizard of Oz was, for example. And um, so I can't really say too much or, or enough uh, or, I can't, you know, it, it's I just love this stuff. So um, Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger, uh, it starred Patrick Wayne, Taryn Power, Margaret Whiting, Jane Seymour, Patrick Troughton, Doctor Who fans. Yeah, Patrick Troughton was in this. And here's a little known fact. Uh <laughs> Uh, Peter Mayhew is actually in this movie too. He's not credited, but Chewbacca himself, Peter Mayhew, uh, he was a, a live actor. He was in a suit, a stand-in for the stop-motion Minotaur. Uh, there's like a bronze mechanical Minotaur in this movie, and Peter Mayhew uh, appeared in this movie, or not appears in the movie, but worked on this movie. Uh, he was working at, at nearby at a hospital. Uh, producer Charles Schneer. 
uh, saw Mayhew's photo in which he was standing above the crowd and they needed somebody very big and tall. Uh, this movie actually uh, was filmed in 75. So th this was filmed um, a little before Star Wars. So this was actually Peter Mayhew's big kind of movie break. And then eventually, of course, Chewbacca in, in 76 he filmed. And uh, and then, the, you know, as they say, the rest is history. But he's not credited in this and he's not really seen because he's uh, he's in this suit and standing in for this stop motion Minuton that's used in the movie. But Peter Mayhew did work on this. So there's a little bit of trivia. If people ever ask you what movie, what was Peter Mayhew's first first uh, film? I, it was not Star Wars. It was Sinbad in the Eye of the Tiger. So there you go. There's a little bit of uh, a little bit of. Um, history there for you a little bit of trivia so let me play the uh let me play the trailer for sinbad in the eye of the tiger i'll come back and give you some other cool little facts tell you a little bit more about this overall story uh and uh you know gene seymour being in this movie and young gene seymour is 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 plenty for me to just watch this movie again so here's the trailer to uh, sinbad and the eye of the tiger and i'll be right back These eyes peer out through time, through space, to a land beyond imagination. These are the eyes of the tiger. Follow their gaze back, back to where legends first began, where fantasy is real and the land of the lost is rediscovered. Journey across the oceans of antiquity to the northern edge of the ancient world. As Sinbad battles with both human From the depths of the earth, I command you, arise! And supernatural evil. Destroy them! Kill Sinbad! Bewitched him! Let me get the smile from her face! Filmed in the miracle of Dinorama. Starring Patrick Wayne. Taryn Power, Jane Seymour. From producers Charles H. Schneer and Ray Harryhausen. Come face to face with the prehistoric Trog. See the sorceress bring life to the all-powerful Minotaur. Eat with the power as only I command you. See Sinbad battle the saber-toothed tiger, guardian of the secret shrine. Join Sinbad, the greatest of all adventurers, in his biggest adventure of all. Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger. So there's the uh, trailer. There's one of the trailers to uh, Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger. Uh, again, yeah, starring Patrick Wayne, Taron Power, uh, Gene Seymour, Patrick Trout, and Margaret Whiting. Uh, re really, um, let me go through the cast uh, and, and put those roles with. So Patrick Wayne, uh, who is the son of John Wayne, uh, is Sinbad. Uh, he actually, uh, they, they, they were replaced. John Philip Law, who had been Sinbad in the previous in Golden Voyage of Sinbad was going to reprise his role, but for some reason, uh, Patrick Wayne, I don't know if it was a conflict of timing or whatever, but 
Patrick Wayne ended up doing this movie and coming in as Sinbad, who had he hadn't played him before. Taron Power is Dion. Dion. <laughs> I, uh, I'm. It's sad that I'm not saying that right. Uh, Mardrick Whiting is the is the evil witch Zenobia. Uh, Jane Seymour is Farah. Uh, Patrick Troughton is Melanthius. Um, uh, Nadim Sawala is Hassan. Uh, Damian Thomas is Kasim. Uh, Bruno Barnaby is Belsora. And Bernard Kay is Zabid. And David Stern is Abu Sir. So there we go. Uh, you know, I drove my best on those names. So <clears throat> it starts basically out with uh, this Prince Kasim, uh, Damian Thomas. Um, he has an evil stepmother because, you know, stepmothers apparently are always evil in movies and television and all that uh zenobia who's kind of a witch she puts a, a curse on him and turns him into a baboon uh just as he was about to be uh crowned uh the caliph uh and um and sinbad happens to be there uh and uh he's staying in the city and he's trying to get permission from prince kasim to uh marry his sister uh princess farah who is jane seymour in the movie uh, but it, things get messed up, of course, because <laughs> Kasim is now a, uh, a baboon. And then there's some ghouls that come up and, and all that. And there's a fight and everything. And uh, they they basically take off. And they they once they learn, they, they quickly soon learn that, that Kasim is the baboon. Uh, there's some really cool stop motion stuff with the baboon and, and Gene Seymour playing chess and... Uh, there's some really nice little moments, and uh, it's really done well, and they learn that he that is the prince. So mostly the mission is about, or the movie is about, um, Sinbad and his uh, and Kasim's uh, sister, uh, Princess Farah Jane Seymour, uh, taking Kasim, who's been turned into a baboon, and trying to go off and find a way to uh, break the spell. And during this time, the um, the Zenobia, you know, basically goes after them and tries to stop them and sends creatures and things happen. I don't want to give you uh, the whole plot blow by blow at all, because I think you guys should see the movie and enjoy it. Um, and this um, so so then they eventually, of course, everything works out and they break the spell and Kasim is uh, is re- reunited. And uh, and then, you know, yeah. So that's, yeah, and I don't mean, I feel like I rushed through too fast. Maybe I give you a little bit more. Oh, oh, I know what I can do. Let me play a, um, here's another brief. This is actually a little TV spot, so it's only about 30 seconds long. But uh, here's another little bit of Sinbad and the Eye of Tiger, kind of a TV spot trailer uh, for the movie, a quick thing. And then maybe I'll find another clip or two um, as well. But uh, And then give you some other trivial trivia facts for movies, which I always enjoy. So, uh Here's a little TV spot to uh, Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger. First came the seventh voyage, then the golden voyage, and now the legendary Sinbad faces all the forces of darkness. The sword-wielding ghouls, Mammoth Minotaur, the gargantuan troglodyte. In the ultimate dinorama spectacle, Sinbad's wildest adventure, Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger. Rated G. Starts Wednesday at theaters everywhere. Check your paper for theater or drive-in near you. Yeah, so there gives you an idea, a little bit more of the movie, a feel for it, how it fits into the Sinbad films. Uh, this uh, It took about a year and a half for Ray Harryhausen to do all the effects for this uh, from his home studio, basically, is the way he did it. Uh, 
and uh, it's uh, it's it's really pretty amazing. Of course, he had to animate that baboon creature that uh, Kasim is is changed into, and and it's you know they couldn't use a regular animal at that time, and it would have been hard to train him. And it, it's it's really well done. They put a lot of emotion into that um, uh, stop motion animated creature. I feel, and and it really works well. Uh, you'll see some times where Gene Seymour's dress uh, uh, switches between green and blue in this movie. Here's another, or some other trivia bits and stuff. Uh, basically, because accidentally, I don't know how they would mess this up. So you know, kind of an easy thing, but the stand-in um, for Jane Seymour was wearing uh, uh, the green dress, and Seymour is wearing a blue dress. So there's a flipping of of those of those looks, uh, but. Um, the uh, troglodyte in the movie that's animated, Ray Harryhausen, actually is the stand-in for. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, this is actually uh, the second Sinbad film to have an actor. An actor. Uh, how am I speaking today? <laughs> there's an. Uh, uh, this is the second time there's been an actor from Doctor Who, who's played Doctor Who in this. Patrick Troughton, um, and uh, is in this one. And uh, Tom Baker, uh, as everyone, you know, Doctor Who fans knows, was played the Doctor. Uh, he was in the Golden Voyage of Sinbad, which I've covered before. Uh, so uh, that's pretty cool. Troughton also appeared in another Harryhausen film, um, Jason and the Argonauts, uh, as Phineas the Blind Man in that. Um, so uh, this is pretty pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool little connections there between Doctor Who and uh, these these Sinbad Ray Harryhausen films. Uh, let's see what else, uh, you know, there's really some really cool scenes in this, a lot of good stop motion stuff. Uh, the music is, is really great. I love the music in these movies. Maybe I'll play some of that at the end of the show today. Um, by, uh, Roy Budd, uh, did the music for this, for this one. And I'm clicking quickly here on Wikipedia, um, to see, uh, if he's done other, I'm trying to see if he did any of the other Sinbad films. I don't think so, uh, but uh, yeah. So he didn't. He did. Yeah, he didn't do Golden Voyage or anything. So, um, but still, good soundtrack. Good, good bit of music here. Uh, great, uh, great to see a young, like I said earlier, young Jane Seymour. Uh, Patrick Wayne, I think, is is a very swashbuckling uh, Sinbad. Does a good job, and I, I really like. Um, I really like him as Sinbad here. John Philip Law was good, uh, but um, there was something a little, I don't know. I, I, I kind of, I almost like Patrick Wayne, I think, a bit more as uh, as the Sinbad uh, character. Uh, let's see what else we've got here. Um, there's, uh, yeah, I already told you about the uh, Chewbacca and uh, Peter Mayhew connection. Uh, that's, that's really, I thought, was a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool thing. And uh, it's, uh, you know. First movie he ever really worked on, I think, from what I can tell. I'm looking through his credits, um, but uh, maybe there was some other little things or something like that. But uh, So, uh, yeah, Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger. It's out on Blu-ray. You can see this movie on Blu-ray. Uh, it is... Uh, I don't see it streaming anywhere. I looked earlier to see if it was showing up. I, it's very odd that these movies aren't on like Hulu or Netflix or anything like that. I mean, they show up on TV from now and then occasionally, and you can so see them there. I've I've got a Blu-ray of this and Golden Voyage of Sinbad too. Uh, there's uh, the the effects. The tricky thing about stop motion animation and effects like this is you almost have to sort of just 
let yourself pull into the movie because they're not going to look like current effects. They're not going to look like computer generated things where we can pretty much do almost anything these days. They're not going to quite look like that level of, um, you know, realism, I guess. But I, I find them still kind of, you know, charming, eh, maybe not charming. Well, maybe, maybe charming, but I, growing up with these films, maybe gives them a, a, a different, me a different feeling on them. I, then, then maybe people have just watched them now. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe for somebody that's young now and has been used to things like we've seen at Avengers movies and, and all the, all the Marvel films and the recent Star Wars movies, maybe seeing something like this is, would be harder to take. I, I don't know, but, uh, I still find them fun and, I think especially for little or little kids, there's nothing too, too scary in these movies generally. And, you know, again, like eight or nine year olds, I think would, would, would really enjoy it. And, uh, it's the kind of thing that if I, you know, I've always said if I won the lottery that, that I would buy a, uh, I would, I would build or buy an old movie theater and I would show movies like this on Saturday afternoons, you know, and for a small, you know, very small charge, uh, j- just just because I feel like we've lost that and and it's not done as much anymore. Uh, there was a couple of theaters that would that would do that kind of thing around us, around where I live. Uh, although they've kind of gone away too now, which is which is also a bit of a sad thing. But um, I think uh, that wraps up. I think as much as I really wanted to say for today, I wanted to go through this one pretty quickly. Didn't want to give you everything about it. I, I urge you to go check it out. I think you can rent it, rent it off of different services too, for like two ninety nine or something like that. Uh, Vudu, uh, that streaming service, and Amazon Prime. Uh, it's not for free on Amazon Prime, but there's a pretty low uh, charge to watch it. Uh, so that's another way to do it. So there, there you go, folks. That's Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger. Uh, I. Um, let me play one last clip while I uh, segue into uh, wrapping up the show. I'll talk about a few other things towards the end of the show today. Uh, but, uh, yeah, here's a little clip between Jane Seymour and Sinbad. Play that for you, and then I'll come back after that, and, and we'll uh, finish up today's podcast. Please, I beg of you, do not leave Charak. Trust me for my brother's sake. For him, I would risk my life. For you, I would give it. I was told there was plague. Not true. Balsora rules the city by day. But by night, fear rules Charak. People whisper of witchcraft. How can I help? You'll find a way. Come, lie down. Yeah, so there's a little scene there at the end, or not, at, well, the end of my coverage of it. It's during the earlier part of the movie between... Uh, Patrick Wayne, Sinbad, and Farrah, uh, Jane Seymour's character, how he's like, I'll do anything for you. <laughs> yeah, watch it. Check it out. It, it, the, again, these movies, you know, Seventh Voyage of Sinbad, Golden Voyage of Sinbad, Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger, uh, they're, they're very fun, and I, I think they're worth, uh, if you're, uh, definitely Ray Harryhausen has a certain style, you know, they call it Dinorama or whatever, and they gave it all kinds of kooky little names uh, when it was out um, j- just to get people, I don't know, try, try to make people excited about it or, or something. I don't know. Give it some kind of a name. Maybe they felt that that um, that added something to it. I don't, I don't know. But very, very enjoyable, very fun, and I hope you check them out. So uh, 
let's see what else do we want to cover this week i already told talked about the elseworlds thing we talked about the trailer situation oh a couple of other, i guess coming up for the rest of the this year uh the podcast uh, next week should be a guest cast i'm going to see if mark's available to uh, to do a show uh and then in two weeks uh is it only two weeks away oh my gosh it is <laughs> two weeks in two weeks i'll be doing my holiday uh show i think i'm going to cover some other holiday movies and or TV holiday specials. Talk of, about a few things. Not the Star Wars holiday special. No, no, no. Uh, although you can find that up on Vimeo right now. I put it up on Vimeo.com forward slash Trekkie. Um, you can find that there. If you want to support the show, Patreon.com forward slash Treks and Sci-Fi. Appreciate those who do. Uh, that is uh, the way best way to do that for maybe a dollar a month, a couple dollars a month, whatever you guys like. Uh, that's the best way to do it. And... Um, Oh, I got myself. Uh, oh, I know what I could talk about here—a little technology thing. Uh, I, for years, well, for a long, long time, everybody I think maybe who listens to the show, I'm pretty, pretty into computers, build my own computers and things. I finally uh, got myself a laptop. I, I've never—I have a work laptop that's supplied by work that I use, uh, but I, I never actually have bought a laptop uh, for my own use. And uh, it's kind of a birthday slash Christmas present too to myself. And uh, But um, yeah, I got a laptop. I got a Dell. Uh, I, I looked a lot. I, I looked a ton. <laughs> and uh, while laptops are, are really, uh, it's probably as bad if I had to buy a computer, but when you build one, you can kind of build it out to your specs. And uh, even though I do have an iMac and I do things on the Mac, uh, uh, some, uh, but I, I still per- by far and have used them for many years, prefer Windows and that OS. Um, I don't have a problem with it. I know I'm not going to get into a what's better, Mac or Windows. I, th- I think if you're good with either system, I, I think it's fine. I-, I think it has to do with your your level of ability. I think um, Macs certainly have their uh, problems and quirks and issues at times, and so do Windows PCs. Neither one, you know, I, I always tell Lynn, I tell my wife, I, I said, technology isn't basically perfect. You just got to count on it not always working quite the way you need it to. But um, but anyway, back to the laptop. I bought this, um, and it, it, it in I spent about a week or two, after I bought it, I was a little bit, I, I had initially a little bit of like reservation, like it was, there was a couple things. Well, one is, I mainly want it to do stuff when I'm traveling and things like that and, and and be able to use it around the house. You know, when you're at a desktop computer, obviously, you can't carry that around the house. So I want to have something portable. And uh, the, the this is a great, it's an XPS, Dell XPS 9570, I think is the model. It has a 4K display, which is beautiful looking. Uh, it's a touch screen, although I don't probably really plan on using the touch part of it. It doesn't s- separate off. It's not a two-in-one. Um but it has a little bit of an issue with heat. You know, all laptops do. But they've um, they've tried to make these laptops thinner, smaller, lighter, you know, for years now. And that's all great, but you got to put that heat somewhere. So when I was playing a little bit of, like, World of Warcraft or a couple other games, um, it, it will occasionally kick on the fans. And they're, I don't say they're super loud, but it, but I noticed them, you know. And, uh, and I was like, eh, I don't really like that. But then as I started looking further, and for the price point... And everything this this laptop can do um, with the 4K display, it has good storage, good memory amount. Um, it, it's a 15-incher, but it's in a more or less a 14-inch size case. So it's not huge. It's thin and light. I was like, okay. Uh, my son, my younger son, uh, was kind of joking with me. He said, I want a desktop in a laptop. And, you know, you can get something 
bigger, more powerful, but it ends up being really heavy, right? And uh, so for uh, for the best of all worlds, I felt like this was probably the, the best thing. But uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it so far. I haven't had a chance to do a whole lot with it yet, but uh, configuring some things, loading some stuff on. Uh, but it's going to be good, and uh, I'll be using it on my trips and stuff, and I'm going to try to use it. It's got a webcam, although the webcam is on a little kind of a goofy place. I might use my other webcam and just plug it into it, but it's got a webcam. It's one of those laptops where the webcam is down near the keyboard. It's at the bottom of the screen instead of the top. And so you get this weird view angle when you use it a little bit. Um, maybe if I lift the laptop up on something a bit more, it, would be, um, it wouldn't be like that as much. I don't know. But maybe I'll use it for uh, for creating a couple of videos or or do sort of a maybe we'll have a, a Trex and Sci-Fi show out outside next summer when it's nice weather. Uh, that could be fun. So yeah, pretty cool, pretty pretty fun little piece of tech. And uh, finally got myself a laptop that uh, should be uh, should give me some years of good use. And uh, it'll be nice to have something for traveling because the work laptop that I have, I could use this for work as well. I can still access my work stuff and email through it. Um, but the work supplied laptop is, <laughs> it's, it's not great. It, it's, it's low, 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 low end. It, it, it's, this display is super bad. I, I can't believe I have to use that thing every day. I mean, I, I should probably just plug it into a monitor at the office, but, uh, it's not a great laptop. It's, uh, it does whatever you can, you know, email and create a spreadsheet and a document or whatever, but, uh, this will be much nicer to use on the road uh, when I'm away, when I have to go on either fun trips or work trips and things. So, all right. Um, yeah, this is going to be a little shorter than average. I'm, I've been trying to make shows a little bit like that more. I, I, a long time ago, I really had this goal of trying to make shows only an hour. And, and they've really gone longer, a lot longer. And I, and I, my, one of my goals in 2019 for the podcast is to bring them back down to a smaller, shorter. There'll be exceptions, but I, I am trying to make these shorter. So uh, I'm going to wrap this up today this week, folks. I, I hope everybody's enjoying getting ready for the holidays if you celebrate them. Uh, probably most people celebrate something at this time of year, I think. Uh, the, um, I know we just, didn't we just have Hanukkah? Wasn't that just, or is that happening this week? I don't know. Sorry. Uh, I apologize to people who celebrate Hanukkah. I don't keep track of uh, holidays uh, for everyone, unfortunately, you know, but uh, yeah, my calendar, I think it's, looks like it's Wednesday, something. Yeah. So um, anyway, Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger, check it out. It's a fun movie. I think you guys will enjoy it. Uh, for those who listen to this podcast, I think it'll be something uh, you'd enjoy. Next week, like I said, a guest cast, a couple weeks from now, a vidcast for the holidays. And yeah, it's it's very, very hard to believe that in, in uh, two weeks plus a couple of days, it'll be Christmas. Wow. Christmas and then it'll be a new year and everything will be <laughs> everybody thinks everything's going to be different and better in the new year and it's usually pretty much the same right it doesn't change much so um, just uh, stay healthy uh, keep uh, keep safe and I will talk to everyone again soon bye
This has been a Rico Dusty podcast production.